0: This is realestateinvestingmastery.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. So glad you're here. This is going to be part two of our interview with Keith and Shannon French, and if you haven't listened to part one yet, go back and listen to it ASAP. It was really, really good, and part two actually even gets better. Um, I just wanted to remind you again, if you've not listened to this podcast before, if you don't know who we are, if you've not been to our website, you've got to check it out. We are all about fast cash um, and real estate investing, so we understand there's, there's a place for long term buy and hold strategies, uh, there's a place for rehabbing and short sales and uh, all the different types of creative real estate investing out there and conservative types of real estate investing out there, but our focus on this podcast has generally been fast cash strategies, um, wholesaling, getting properties under option contracts and flipping them for quick cash so you can pay the bills. So, you can pay for the marketing for those bigger deals um, that you can do and, and get the bigger back end paydays. So, we've created, Alex and I have created a fast cash survival kit where you can actually go in and see how we run our businesses. And we have crash courses in there on traditional wholesaling and wholesaling of lease options. And we teach people how to find virtual assistants, the marketing that works, the marketing that doesn't work. And the mistakes that beginning investors make. It's a really, really valuable bonus and it's completely free. And if you've not checked it out, go to realestateinvestingmastery.com and check it out. You will get a ton out of it and uh, you'll be really impressed. I say that humbly because <laughs> it's really good. But I also wanted to review some reviews in iTunes. Um, we are at <clears throat> 96 reviews in iTunes, which is incredible, which is awesome. And I want to encourage you guys to please leave some more. I want to get over 100, so we just have four more to go. Uh, Let me read to you a couple reviews we have here. This one's from Matt. He says, Joe and Alex know what's going on. This podcast has really boosted my confidence and actually helped me complete my first deal. If you are a beginner, this is where you want to start. The knowledge they share is priceless. Thank you, Matt. We really, really appreciate that. This one's by Shauna. She says, I have listened to many podcasts on various aspects of real estate investing. They vary across the board, but Joe and Alex provide great information, information you can actually use, not tidbits to lead to a sales page. The interviews are informal and relaxed, but still eke out the day-to-day and little tidbits that's often overlooked in many other podcasts. These guys are the real deal, and despite the joking, they are serious about their investments. Thank you, Shauna. We appreciate that. And there's more here. Uh, many, many awesome reviews from people that we really appreciate, and so uh, let's get four more. We want to get over the 100 mark. would really appreciate that, um, but we also have 30 other episodes out there right now on the Real Estate Investing Mastery podcast. If you haven't been through them, go through them. They're really, really valuable. Great interviews from people actually in the trenches doing deals today, the real masters of our trade. Um, All right, so let's just get into part two of this interview with Keith and Shannon. You guys are also really good with social media, more than I've ever seen in any other investor, using social media to sell your houses. Can you guys give us a quick rundown on what kind of social media you do and why is it actually working for you?
1: Well, that's probably our secret sauce to why we haven't had to do much marketing for the last two years is... um we use a combination and these are it's this key combination because if you Google Baltimore rent to own, rent to own, Baltimore lease options, Baltimore any combination like that we should come up number one, two or three every time in, in, the, in the organic searches Yeah. and the way we did that is YouTube videos um, Shannon and I do go out to every property and film it and do a walk through video um, before we put a house up for listing we use a WordPress agent theme. Is the theme we use for our WordPress website? And really, if if you just focus on YouTube and a WordPress website, um, and and just understand that you keyword optimize your titles to everything, and, and then use tags. Tags were so confusing to me until I realized it's just the words that people search on. Buy, you know, rent. Rent to own, lease, lease option, Baltimore, Maryland. Um, put those tags in there, and then have your your title like "Rent to Own in Baltimore, Maryland." Put the address and say "lease option, Maryland," and kind of repeat Baltimore a couple of times in the title. Um, those videos and the and the and the website will show up in Google ranking on the first page almost every time after about. To say five months of doing that,
2: yeah.
1: it you, you will you will rank forever. Right.
2: Because I mean right now the majority of our tenant buyers are finding us by just Google searching. Yeah. Um I think that the Google rankings, like Keith said, are putting a heavy emphasis on continually updated video content and blogs. Um and and I don't necessarily think, like, for instance, you know, we'll continue to do deals in Baltimore um, no matter where we're at. And whether we get somebody else to film our videos it, or whether we get the sellers to do it or just don't do it, any video content. There's always something that you can do to, to keep your website fresh and active with con- video content.
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Use, use Animoto and get somebody to take still photos and then do an intro video and an outro video go. and insert the, the still picture slideshow in between the intro and the outro and still put that on YouTube I and mean, you've got yeah, a video that way.
2: There you go. So that's the te- kind of technical aspect of it. I think the reason why social media also has helped our business so much is because with everything going the way of virtual, you know, so much stuff done on the internet there's some the scammers are there too. You know, people are getting scammed left and right. You know, on the internet, and when they see somebody local or they see a face, and then they end up talking to that face on the phone directly, it builds um, credibility. It it brands you. Um, it was an amazing experience. One day, we we were checking out a property for a seller because we had a heavy rain and we happened to be in the area and we we're going to check on his basement for him. Um, basements flooding is a big problem in Maryland so anyways so we're stopped in front of this house and this big truck pulls up next to us and we're kinda scared for a second cuz they're wanting us to roll down the window and the guy the lady in the passenger seat says to Keith is that Miss Shannon? Is that Miss Shannon from TV? <laughs> <laughs>
1: we've had it happen to us in the grocery store people will see us in the grocery store yeah. and they go you're the you're the couple on TV
0: no way and.
1: We've never been on, on on network television. It's all <laughs> right. it's all YouTube, but people correlate YouTube videos with TV.
0: Oh, um, that's amazing. And some of my uh, the videos I'd done three years ago are still showing up in the first page of Google on, yeah. on these rent to own homes. But you're right; it's the keywords, getting rent to own or lease purchase, and the and the name of your city in the keywords. Yeah, and just doing a lot of them every house. Um, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's amazing.
1: You know, I am thinking about doing doing something like that for my uh, local area for, like, We Buy Houses um, for regular traditional wholesales. Like, what would be um, a really good way to do that? Because I have, like, seven cities around me. Would it be, like, We Buy Houses, Virginia Beach, We Buy Houses, Chesapeake, and just do videos like that, that um, of maybe a house that um, I recently bought and I'm doing a walkthrough of it or something like that? Well, it depends if you're trying to get <laughs> Cash buyers or more or more oh, sellers. Seller, seller, seller. Sellers. Then yeah, I would um I would film myself uh, <laughs> doing walkthroughs yeah. of houses and, and have up in the words we buy houses cash uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, wherever you are. Um we buy um uh, quick cash for your houses as the title. And just do a few every time you go and get a house under contract, shoot a video of it. And then when you sell it, um Get your buyer to do a testimonial and say, "Hey, I love Alex's uh, deals that he gives me," um, and, and yeah, and things like that. Um,
2: I think Keith and I kind of got into a habit of just filming anything and everything that we do if we feel like it. Like uh, um, we moved into a house recently, and we had to we had one of those wet basements, and so we had to get a French drain installed, and we just decided to film it. And Keith made a little, I think, five-minute video of it. And that is our number one hit, is um, how to install a French drain. And we don't know why, but maybe it's because there's such a rampant problem with wet basements in Maryland. But, um, you know, you'll come, you'll, the ideas will come to you, and um, you can figure out a way to work it into whatever target market. You're doing. I mean, Keith and I will shoot videos of all the fun things that we do too. Kind of more on the personal side, having nothing to do with the state.
1: The key is to have videos out there, no matter what you're doing, that gets people to your channel, and then just lay your channel out. If people can check out our channel, it's um, YouTube.com forward slash Baltimore Houses, and um, you have playlists set up, and that way you can just drive people <laughs> from if they're looking for funny pet videos, film your pets. It gets them to your web, to your to your YouTube channel, and they say, "Oh my gosh, they have rent to own homes. I need a home mm-hmm. to put my funny pet in."
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and um, that's how you get a lot of customers that way.
0: Well, it's it's all about dominating Google.
2: Yeah, it if, really is. And
1: if you, I can, mean, we go ahead. We use Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and all those things, but more those are more like tools. Those are just extra posting places. Um,
2: well, they're further enhancing what Google is doing. Yeah.
1: It we have fan pages on on uh, on Facebook. I mean, just LinkedIn. We made twelve thousand dollars from one deal off LinkedIn because somebody saw our profile on LinkedIn and said, "Hey, will you lease option my house?" Wow. And it was yeah. a great home. And it was just by putting spending ten minutes to put up a LinkedIn profile made us what yep. twelve well, or fifteen. Yeah, actually,
2: that one was fifteen. Fifteen
1: thousand off one deal just by putting up a profile.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, social media really does work. In fact, I just did a search in Google while you were talking for rent-to-own-homes Baltimore. And, uh, of course, we're connected by social media, so a lot of your stuff came up. Um, uh, But what was was surprising was um, uh, how many videos you had, but also your Google Plus stuff. No, no, I take that back. I was searching for rent-to-own-homes, period. I was searching for rent-to-own-homes. And I found tons of your results, through Google Plus. Ah, awesome. very good. Yes, Google
1: Plus is um, the latest entry into social media, and it's extremely powerful because what's the name of it? Google. Yes. Plus. <laughs>
0: and so you're probably all you're doing is you're just blasting out on Google. Hey, we did this YouTube video. Check it out, right?
1: That's all we're doing is we're is we're taking the link from YouTube. It's a one URL. And we go paste that into uh, Google Plus and say, "Let's view this house. Go to this website." And the video pops up in HD format. And you're right; it ranks in Google about two hours later after you post it.
0: Yeah, well, social media is a powerful, powerful tool if you use it properly. And um, you know, just get in the habit of creating a little video. It could—it doesn't even have to be you walking around a house, right? It could be uh, just a video of with your webcam from your laptop saying hey um, I got a question today about how this thing works on lease purchasing and so let me just share with you for a minute um, on how that works
2: exactly and just
0: share a video of you teaching something or answering some common questions Um, I did a video for we buy houses St. Louis and um, pretty sure last it's been a while since I checked but if you were to Google we buy houses St. Louis My YouTube video shows up on the first page. Um, And I've only done one of those videos. I mean, I can't imagine if I would have done one every week, uh, a new video, something about we buying houses in St. Louis. And it could be a 30-second video, a minute video.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Um, That stuff builds up over time, and it really gives um, a lot of authority, gives you a lot of authority in Google. And uh, it's a great source. You don't have to go out and spend – Hundreds and hundreds of dollars every month, thousands of dollars every month, to put your proper to put your website on the first page of Google. Just learn some uh, um, social media tricks. Start doing some videos. Start posting on Facebook, building your list, your groups through Facebook. But and and also don't ignore Google Plus. Google Plus is here to stay. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. Google once um, would love to be able to. Um, and they've said this, they would love to be able to put more of more Facebook content on their Google search results, but Facebook won't let them.
1: Oh, really? No. Cause, yeah, because Google Plus post, no matter what I post on Google Plus, it shows up on the first page of Google about two hours later. Nothing I post on Facebook shows up on
0: Google. Facebook will not let Google scrape their website for their search results, and so Google said, fine, we'll build our own social network. And we'll show you what it means (laughs) to mess with us. (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm sure they have other reasons too behind that. But you know, like it or not, uh, Google Plus is here to stay. And the the bigger connect, the more connections that you have in Google Plus, when you put something out there, the more it gets spread. Um, And so the and and the other thing I want to say about this before we move on, Um, don't worry about being on the first page of Google for. what, what, guess what I'm saying is focus on being very, very targeted in what you're doing in the city that you're doing it in. In other words, Keith and Shannon are not out there advertising. We do rent to own homes. We do lease purchasing. They're always focused on targeting on Baltimore, right? right. Why is that so important? Because if somebody in Baltimore searches for lease purchase homes, Google will always give on the first page, they'll give preference to the local, um, websites that are local to that area because Google can tell where you're searching from, correct? And
1: yes. So exactly.
0: They will always put the local results up there first. Um, so that's important. Um, well, cool. So you guys now are um, you guys are flipping lease options. Basically, describe real quickly how that works um, from beginning to end. Give an example deal, Keith and Shannon. Of uh, what you guys typically do on one of these deals.
1: Well, um, the first thing we do is once we get a seller on the phone and uh, handle uh, the few objections they might have, like "I don't want to be a landlord," and that's real easy to to handle that objection. It's pretty much we're looking for a very qualified person that's going to pay full asking price for your home. They make the income that can afford the mortgage on your home but for various reasons they need a little time to improve their credit scores to get their score up to where they can get a bank loan to buy your home and um... so therefore don't worry about uh, being a landlord so much because they're gonna put down a substantial down payment um, the down payment that we uh, require for our program is a minimum of five thousand dollars or three and a half percent of the purchase price of the home whichever is greater and then we do cap our fee at 5%. So we're explaining to the seller on the phone that we're going to find a, a tenant buyer for their home that's going to put down a minimum of 5K or 3.5% of their purchase price, um, that we're going to screen them uh, for their credit. Uh, we're going to actually have uh, pull their credit and see their scores and what debts they owe. We're going to do a rental history verification, a criminal background check. We're going to get their W-2s, to To prove their income, and so we make them real, make the seller real comfortable on the phone that we do an excellent job of screening somebody who can afford their home, and it's really hard for a seller to say, "Hey, no, I don't want full asking price for my home." And by the way, we tell the seller that they're going to make twenty percent or more than they're going to get if if a realtor sold the house at the same price, and. Just to kind of break that down for people, there's there's no uh, real estate commissions, there's no seller closing help or concessions, which an A credit buyer who can get a loan today and buy any home they want will ask for three to six percent seller help because they can because they're qualified to close. Um, they're going to ask for a home inspection and ask the seller to repair anything in that home inspection, and that runs anywhere from one to two percent of the purchase price of the home typically. And it's rare for an A qualified credit buyer, it's particularly in this market that we've been in for the last couple of years, to offer full asking price on the MLS. The average in Maryland is 7% off the asking price. So when you add up that 7% low ball offer, seller concessions, closing costs and all that. Realtor. Realtor. The, the seller is going to net about 80% or less of the list price at the closing table. So we explained to the seller that you're going to net 100% instead of 80% of your asking price. And um, so that pretty much gets the seller to say, yes, please, Keith and Shannon, come out and video my home, take pictures and put it up on your website. Uh, We've already told people how we get those leads before we got referral leads so much and use social media so heavily to get leads. We use that yellow letter to get those seller leads or Craigslist Auto Replier to get those leads. Um, once we get the house picture and everything on YouTube, then we use V Flyer. Love V
2: Flyer. That's my favorite.
1: Shannon discovered V Flyer. There's another company out there called Postlets that does similar, but Shannon's proven to me a thousand times that
0: V Flyer rocks. I love V Flyer too. Do you pay yeah. you pay the premium though, right?
1: Uh, it was twelve ninety five a month up to so yeah, many now, houses. Now that
2: we, because I like to keep mine even when they're deactivated, so I negotiated a customized deal for them. So we pay twenty four ninety five a month. Okay, and we can have like hundred flyers active at one time. So, um, but and that I think hell is a good tool going back to you know Google ranking because V flyer for those of you who aren't uh, familiar with it, I just take the time to do all the uh, property flyer for that I'm trying to sell. And then it'll give me the HTML code to post a beautiful, professional, customized flyer. If I want to go to Craigslist, I have to do that manually. But even not doing Craigslist, it will post automatically to dozens of other sites, including Trulia, Hotpads, Oodle, things like that. Zillow,
1: eBay Classified
2: and and once again so you have all these other sites linking back to your website that's got a factor into the google ranking as well I, I do know that link backs were were heavy i don't know how heavy they are comparatively to videos and blog content as far as their algorithms going to how you rank but um uh, it can't hurt to have dozens of other websites linking back to your website no, and
1: VFlyer is so powerful that a lot of times we hear people say, well, I just don't have the ability to make a website. I don't know what to do. VFlyer flyers are so nice and each one has its own URL that if you don't have a website, you can substitute sending people to your VFlyer right. URL.
2: And they even have a Facebook app where you can list yeah. all the properties on your Facebook page. And that looks very much like your own website. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of ways. There's lots of shoestring budget ways to, to run a business, um, uh, especially talking about now whether you have a website or not. You can use the other tools.
1: Right. So every house we get, besides putting it on YouTube, we do still today put every single home on vFlyer. And I would say the majority of our buyers come from vFlyer, from whether it posted it to eBay Classified, Zillow, or Truly or wherever.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, That's where most of our buyer leads still come from today. Um, We drive those buyers to to fill out uh, an application and... we refuse to talk on the phone anymore unless they have filled out at least a showing request, which is a mini application or a free application. We don't charge for our applications, but we want to drive them to our, our squeeze page, like uh-huh. go, go Site uh, website tonight by GoDaddy, or straight to our, our um, main uh, web page on our on our website. They fill out a form we will send them a template email back if we need to or at that point we'll text or call them because they've said I've got eight thousand dollars to put down and this is when yeah. I wanna move
2: gives us the ability to pick and choose who we prioritize because we can pre-screen them so we won't we, we, we quit putting signs with a phone number out at the house because um, now we d- just drive everybody to a website um, so that we can get some information from them first, or else you'll spend your time all day call- talking to people explaining rent to own. Um, which you know we might go back to that once we hire a personal assistant.
1: And we have um, a video that they watch when they get either to our squeeze page or our website, wherever that URL link drives them to. They watch a video about the process, and we tell them to fill out the form below. Good. Um, when that form comes in, it, it's pre-screened because either they match our criteria or they don't. And at that point, we call them and give them the lockbox code to the home. We never go show homes. Um, and it, anybody that's ever attempted to do that, if you drive two hours across town and they don't show up and you get two hours back, you've lost a half a day on, on a no-show. Yeah. So we give our lockbox code
2: out, um, or for occupied properties, the seller will show the property.
1: Yeah, if the seller lives in the house, they they will show it. And uh, from there, if they're ready to move forward, we have them put their down payment down in escrow and full first month's rent. And then we meet with them and the sellers sign contracts, and we get paid right then and there that down payment, which ranges between five grand and fifteen grand. Um, and we move on to the next deal. We don't continue to stay in the deal after the matching process. We're here as a courtesy if either party needs to call us for a question, but we're not ongoing property management. So we do the matching process, get paid, and we move on to the next deal.
2: Right. So there's nothing d- due to us throughout the rental phase or at the sale, which is kind of more um, how it works with a sandwich lease option when we used to do those. This one we are strictly...
1: You guys have done a lot of
2: these deals, right? Oh, yeah.
1: We have, all together we've done, now we're around 400 real estate transactions, and I would say a good half of that is probably these types of deals. We
2: For several years we, we, we did our own properties, and then are we on year two now for doing this for other people? Three. Three on year three. We're starting year three. Yeah. 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 So have, we you, had,
1: have you ever had any issues where uh, people...
0: Um, Got the house back, and it was in not the best shape because the tenant wasn't that nice to it. And did that ever come back on you?
2: Nope,
1: not one time. And and probably wow.
2: Now let and here and we've had it happen where you know you can people have typically four thousand here in Maryland is the magic number. If you ex if a seller will accept somebody for less than four thousand down your odds of them ultimately purchasing go down dramatically. Um, But so there have been times. um, Each seller where the tenant buyer chose not to buy, the seller's calling us, letting us know. He goes, let's do this again. Um, It didn't work out for whatever reason. Um, And um, many we have one home that the uh, kitchen was fully updated. It was an inherited house that was very old and and, um, livable. But the tenant buyers... um, rehab the whole house and they ended up getting a divorce unfortunately. You know, that was un- they, they unforeseen. Spent,
1: they spent between thirty and forty thousand remodeling the home. It didn't need it, but they just wanted it brand new modern granite countertops. And so they they spent close to forty K remodeling the house, got divorced, walked, walked away, away
2: from the deal. And
1: apologized to us for not buying yeah. the home. Wow.
2: Yeah. And wow. there has there has not been any situation where um, a tenant buyer it, when they didn't buy that they trashed the property on the way out it's always carpet steam cleaned you know they sent they cleaned the house from head to toe it's at least in the same if not better condition
1: and wow. and that that's honest not one time yeah. has there ever been any damage like Shannon said they always steam clean the carpets broom sweep clean the house And you walk in, and it's like you could move the next person in the day they move out with a rent-to-own buyer when you properly screen them and require people that have at least $5,000 to put down that go into the home. That's neat.
2: And we'd tell you. We'd tell you if there was one bad apple in the bunch, you know, and they would definitely stand out. But I'm racking my brain to see if even somebody left something in a in a in a they've
1: never even left garbage in the house or garbage in the backyard or anything yeah and a lot of people say well how can you go show homes on a lockbox don't you have to be there again knock on wood we've never had an unattended showing do any damage because we get an application from them with their driver's license date of birth employer income Mm -hmm. address we have all the information on them they call us when they get to the home and we give them the code on the phone, we listen to them open the house, and we say, take your time looking at the house while you're leaving. Please call back and tell us you've got the lights off, house locked up, and numbers scrambled on the box. And everybody does that because they're so eager to get into our program to become a homeowner.
2: Yeah,
0: I understand that. <laughs> That's good stuff.
2: I think the pitfalls, that the the challenges that we run into are when sellers are feeling the crunch uh, and they want, uh, they're paying two mortgages maybe or they're feeling a financial crunch and so they're very tempted to kind of lower the standard uh, and and wait and hold on for that because you'll be able to find a straight renter faster than you can find a rent-to-own person. That's going to be true in every case. And so we really do try to prepare the seller, hey, give rent-to-own a solid 45 days. You know, um, it, typically it can be just 30, but if it's like the dead winter months, we, we make it a little bit longer. But um, uh, but there, there have been times where we present a candidate to a seller um, that is not the the superstar example of a rent to own client maybe they instead of 4000 down that the seller was looking for they've got 2500 and so the seller decides to go with that applicant mm-hmm. and just anytime you lower the criteria you just increase the risk that they're ultimately not going to purchase or that now, they're going to be more like a renter than a tenant buyer
1: what do you collect of that fee if they have 4000 down all of it yeah, oh, we you get all of it.
2: Yes, <laughs> we get all of it up to five percent of
1: right. the purchase price of the house, unless that five percent doesn't meet our five. I know Shannon was using four thousand mm-hmm. as an example, uh, but our minimum is five thousand, and we do cap our fee at five percent. If that's um, yeah,
2: like there was one time this uh, tenant buyer put twenty-two thousand down. Well, that was a huge that's not the norm really and so we capped it at 5 percent which ended up being you know a 15 grand payday for us and we delivered the remaining amount to the seller which he was more than thrilled um and we've had that happen a couple of times but it's 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 more the exception than the rule um and 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 so if we've ever had any pushback from a seller we just remind them well if you're gonna hire a property manager to just find a regular old renter for you they're gonna take first month's rent and deliver you the security deposit which is first month's rent we're we're giving you the same you're gonna get we're collecting first month's rent for you so we'll get you that first month's rent up front yes the option fee is for our services but we've typically built that into your your price to still net you what you want um... but you're ultimately in the same boat as far as what cash you're getting up front as you would with a property manager. In our case, though, we're getting you a tenant buyer with a property management company. You're you have no hopes of that person really ever buying.
0: Well, yeah, and and, and the key to that too is they are getting the same amount of money because most property management companies hold that security deposit in an escrow account anyway. Correctly. I've
2: heard that. I've heard that they're doing that. So really, the seller's not getting anything until the second month. Right,
1: and they're certainly not getting a person that's going to take as good a care, as good a character as these people, and are right. and are hopefully going to buy the home.
2: Right.
0: So this is just it's, it's I love talking about this because it's obviously my favorite <laughs> subject of investing. But, um, this is something. It's just a tool in your tool belt, you know. And uh, not every glove fits everybody. You may decide that uh, you prefer rehabbing or you prefer being a long-term buy-and-hold investor, which is totally fine, um, you need to, the, I think the key is um, you need to find out a strategy that can put cash in your pocket quickly, right? Um, you can make a quick nickel or a slow dime in this business, or you can pay somebody a quick nickel and a quick dime if you don't make money. But the key is you can, you can make a quick nickel or a slow dime with real estate investing, And for some people, man, they just want the long-term, steady buy-and-hold approach to investing and slowly build your wealth up over time. Definitely nothing wrong with that. You do have things that you need to be aware of. You need to be aware that you're going to have tenants. You're still going to have problems with vacancies and repairs, and it's not exactly a hands-free business. Um, But you may be doing short sales. You may be doing rehabbing. You may be working to get those big paydays at the back end but you need to have something in your pocket where if you, you know how to wholesale a deal because there's going to be times when that cash flow disappears or that it, it, uh, it's not predictable. But if you have a strategy in a way that you can wholesale quick flip a property to an investor or to a tenant buyer, that's what's going to pay the bills and that's what's going to keep you afloat so you're not completely stressed out all the time about where you're going to be getting the money to pay the next month's bills. Um, so I just that's why I love the wholesaling strategy so much, and that's why Alex and I spent so much time on building this cash flow, the uh, fast cash survival kit, because um, you've got to know how to flip properties for quick cash. And and I love your story, Keith and Shannon, because you've been there, done it all. You've done all kinds of strategies, and uh, this for you is the best. For the, already the reasons that you've explained, but um.
1: absolutely. And one thing I felt to mention, Joe and Alex, is most investors who are not doing this strategy are a great lead source for those of you who want to. Yeah. Because when I used to market and I was looking for the needle in the haystack for the deal I could pay forty cents or fifty cents on the dollar for, I threw ninety percent of my leads in the trash because they wanted full price for their home. So there are investors out there that are only doing fix and flips and traditional wholesale deals and short sales, go to them and say, hey, man, can I have all those leads that are in your trash can over there that you're about to throw out on the street? And if I can make some money from them, I'll I'll pay you. And that's how we get a lot of our leads is from other investors that just give us their trash deals. And it's just people that want full price for their home that you can't do another type of deal with.
0: Right. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Well, cool. Um one question I always like to ask people and, and you guys might be facing this soon here is Keith and Shannon, if you were dropped off into a new city and you didn't know anybody and you start had to you had to start making money and doing deals, what would you do? What kind of strategy what kind of strategies would you do?
1: Well, and, and it's the question what kind of real estate strategy or how would we get going from ground zero with this strategy? Both. Okay. Um, depending on the laws. So we're actually going through that right now. So the state that we're, we're looking at a couple of states down south. The first thing I, I'm doing is just looking on the internet to see what information's out there about that state. Do they have crazy tenant laws? Do I want to be a landlord? How easy it is to evict somebody? It happens to be both of these states five days and you can get them out with no questions <laughs> asked it's time for you to go and five days later they're out. Whereas in Maryland it takes a minimum of three months to get somebody out. So um, short sales are, are, are virtually illegal in Maryland so we don't touch those with a ten-foot pole anymore. So the first thing to do is find out in the state I'm going to are they a, a wide-open state that likes lease options and short sales and how easy it is to evict tenants. Based on the information you get there it determines which strategies you can and can't do. Um there are which some
2: which ones are easier. I think we yeah. do them all but some which can, ones have the path of least resistance. Right,
1: cuz there are a couple of states out there that lease options are more difficult than other states. Um, that's number one. Number two thing I've been doing is searching on the internet because we're going to do this strategy wholesaling yeah. lease options. So I searched on the internet to see who showed up in rank- Google rankings. And I've called everyone I'm on the phone and said, Hey, I see you're doing this type of strategy. I'm, I'm coming into your town. I'm going to be doing it too. Do you mind talking to me about any hurdles you faced? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, and and, and who, who do I need to talk to? And I need a mortgage broker contact. Do you mind sharing yours? I'll buy you a beer.
2: Keith, one of his first calls was to the board of realtors because our primary thing is get MLS access. Yeah. yeah um, and so he called the board of Realtors to see if we would be lucky if you just need to register with the Board of Realtors and get it and uh, talked to the lady there who is the head of it and she just got all excited going oh we need somebody who knows about lease options here nobody knows about them and wow. I've tried wow. to do them and I don't know what I'm doing and I'll be the first to tell you that
1: yeah I, I called the CEO of the Board of Realtors and she said well that's the only strategy we we basically suck at here <laughs> and would you and Shannon be willing to come in and teach all the agents how you do this and partner with us Wow. I mean, I almost fell out of my chair, and Shannon heard me. Heard me when I, I hung know. up. She's like, "Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> you might I can't. You might want to think about getting your license."
2: Uh yeah, we have, we have. So it's
1: um, it's do it's do those things we've just talked about. Then it's um, have a plan. If I'm going to try to buy and hold, how am I going to get my money? Do I have private hard money contacts where I'm headed? So those things. But as
2: far as to get the get the phone ringing whatever the strategy we decide which will be for us um the wholesaling lease options we'll get the yellow letter going um uh-huh. to drum up leads that'll be the first thing that we do and um we're going to we'll absentee list yeah start networking see who the big wigs are if there are any and um you know, I, I think, uh, it, and we're still, we have, we're willing, if we have to, get our um, realtor's license, but I'm i am not convinced yet that, that we have to, and w- we just don't want to do it if, if we don't have to. We're just renegades. <laughs> and um, we <laughs> yeah. don't want to go back to school, man. Um, yeah. I might not
1: <laughs> pass the test, yet. <laughs> hey,
2: man, if you could pass the Missouri <laughs> prepaid legal license test, honey, you can pass anything. <laughs> but, um well, it's uh, it's
0: something that every state is different. Yeah, and, uh, I recommend to people either get your license or work with somebody who is licensed, right? Um, because it just helps, and yeah. uh, in a lot of different ways, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It does, and it it's just uh, it's it's been more of a thing Shannon and I haven't felt like doing than than any other reason.
2: And we work with agents all the time. I think the scary horror stories we hear from people, and we really don't know of anyone directly. These are kind of like second and third hand stories. Are people that have done something, whether intentionally or just um, usually not intentionally, but just by accident, they've they've ticked off the wrong realtor, yeah. Um, and they didn't do anything to do any damage control, so it erupted into a a citation, you know, reporting to the board of realtors. But any story that I've heard, I always wonder: Hey, could that have been avoided if you just took the time to to placate whoever it was that was being the being being difficult? Yeah. But um uh so but uh, again you know we're if it if it serves us we I that's what we tell a lot of folks too because they really worry and stress a lot about it and I I meet a lot of people that you know what it would relieve them a lot of burden and stress if they just went and got the license <laughs> just
0: go get it
1: <laughs> yeah just go get I it. mean other things you want to know is their appreciation in this in the state you're headed to some some states that have sunk in prices big time like Nevada Arizona Florida the whole foreclosure short-sale hud REO process buy fix flip whole traditional wholesaling are the strategies we would go for Mm -hmm. in the southern states up you can buy a home in nineteen ninety and sell it in 2020 and it's the same price that it was in nineteen ninety yeah. So subject to transactions may not be that good because uh, there's no back end profit. You're going to buy it for 200 and 20 years later sell it for 200.
2: Yeah. Um, Unless they got a really good loan on it.
1: So depending on the market's going up, down, or, or straight, and what the laws are, is how you pick the strategy you're going to go with, and just go with the path of least resistance, like Shannon said. Keep life simple.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that would, that would be a good. Um... A good title for this podcast interview, Keeping Life Simple with Keith and Shannon. That's right. <laughs> well, man, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. And uh, what's a good website for people to go to to get more information about you and, and uh, link options?
2: options. Yeah, link options. We, um, we love this strategy so much that uh, we've, at least for the next few years, we, we want to be hands-on working this type of business. But we'd get so many people wanting our help to start their own business, and we would feel pulled because any kind of coaching role, it would take us away from the business that we love. So, what, about a year and a half ago, we just filmed. We took two weeks out. This is back when we had our partners, Nate and Zach, with us. We took two weeks out and filmed everything we did in doing this business uh, so that um, we have this training uh, that's available, and it's all online, and it's instead of just...
1: It's like living with Keith and Shannon for two (laughs) weeks without being physically in the same house. (laughs) Right, Um, right.
2: And... And we, everything we know, you know, from the yellow letter and how we do it, how we do everything. Just every, we didn't hold anything back. Everything that we do, we just recorded it and put it on video.
1: So to go, to find that, you would go to www.linkoptions.net. Yep. And then our business website, if people want to see how we do our videos and how we market our houses, they can go to buybaltimoreproperties.com. That's B-U-Y BaltimoreProperties.com.
0: Yep. And that's a great site to go to and just look at what Keith and Shannon are doing with their social media stuff and just copy it. Yeah. Um, because yeah. It's, it's not that complicated. It's, not, it's really not somebody, that hard.
1: Somebody put a Craigslist ad and said, I want the same YouTube-looking channel, the same website, the same squeeze pages as Keith and Shannon. For $200, they got the full setup like we got. Wow!
2: Really? Oh, I didn't Web, know that. Website,
1: everything, the social media
2: package. So did it, they elance it and got someone to bid on they it? They just
1: elanced it or or Craigslist
2: it. Okay. Showed them all
1: of our sites and yeah. s- and got the same thing.
2: Wow! <laughs> it's not that hard. No, it's not that hard. No. It, whoever did it it probably took them two seconds to do it. So it was a quick. Yeah, every bucks.
1: every high school kid and college kid knows <laughs> how to set up all these things.
0: Awesome. All right, cool. So um. By by Properties dot com and LinkOptions.net. dot net, cool. And here's one more website, guys: RealEstateInvestingMastery.com. dot com. We got a lot of good stuff there for you, and uh, check it out. But Keith and Shannon, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Um, always a pleasure to talk to, and um, hopefully, yeah, it was awesome having you guys. I appreciate it very much.
2: Oh man! well, well thank, you thank you so you. much
1: alex and joe it's always a pleasure and uh joe we can't wait to see you here pretty soon hopefully uh what is it a couple of months away Well, the liferner group will be getting together well, yeah
0: isn't it gonna be in florida yeah, yeah.
2: tampa and oh. then uh your group will be back to back to ours and so we're we're probably gonna hang around for a little extra time so we should definitely <laughs> cross paths and
0: awesome all right block- all right cool so um Thanks again. Hey, guys, everybody, we'll see you later, and uh, God bless. Take care.
1: Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.